Wholeness and welcome. This is Josh Dippold from integratingpresence.com. Today, I've got Mark Romero uh, joining me. Mark, what's going on? How are you? doing well. How are you doing today? Doing well. Uh, It's a little warm here in the middle of the country. Um, Yesterday was 105. uh, But it's it's a dry heat, right? It's a dry heat, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. Not at all. Very humid here. Oh. So yeah, July 6th is the time we're recording this in 2022, just for record. And what about uh, where you're at? How are things where you're at? You know, I'm in SoCal. It's the land of beautiful weather. It's overcast, cool, probably I would say hmm, maybe mid-70s right now. So it's beautiful. I'll take that as long wow. as it lasts and no humidity. So that's why everybody from where you're from come to live here. <laughs> yes, and beyond just where I'm from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. why it's so po- populated in that part of the country. Anyway, uh, what I usually do here is for folks uh, that I haven't talked to before, I just throw it back to them. Who is Mark Romero and what kind of work do you do? Oh, what do you do? My gosh. You know, I always kind of start off, I'm, I'm like a recovered CEO. I was in the high-tech world for 19 years, you know, done everything kind of like society says, you know, you get out of school, you get a job, you work your way up the ladder, you make more money, you get shiny bells and whistles and cars and homes and stuff like that. Then you're going to be more happy, content, fulfilled. And I had done all that. I'm like going, wait a second. I feel like I got ripped off here. Why am I not happy? Why am I discontent? Why am I unfulfilled? Why am I unhealthy? Why am I stressed out all the time? And so been married now for 21 years. So I come home, my wife's in the hallway even at that point in time, she had learned the art of communicating with just a look. And she's got the look that I'm going to hit you with some truth look. And I'm like, okay, here it comes. And she just said to me, she said, you know, I don't give a damn how much money you're making. I look in your eyes and you're dead. When are you going to have the courage to go for the dream, the vision? And so, you know, like any good husband, I wanted to find fault with what she said. But like any really good husband, you realize, dude, she's right. You're wrong. Again, own it. Move forward from there. And she was right, you know, because... I had really come up against this thing where I'm like going, you know, there has to be something more. I'm here for a purpose and a reason. Yeah, making money is great, okay? But there's got to be something more. So I left to go kind of find my passion and my calling. I knew that I wanted to help people through life. I knew that I wanted to help people realize their greatness and step into being the next greater and grander expression of who and what they were. Even as an executive manager, my biggest joy came from coaching people that were in my team. You know, I love that aspect. So I kind of left with this vision of becoming this like next, you know, big motivational speaker dude. And I was going to go pontificate words of wisdom and create change in people's lives. And, you know, the universe likes to laugh at our best plans and agendas. Um, So little did I know that music would come into play. I've been playing guitar since high school. It was something I did for fun. It was something I did that was just for me. I used to have the best concerts in the safety of my bedroom at home. Never had a vision of stepping into doing music and energy healing work. I made a CD when I first got out of the corporate world just to have the experience of making an album. That was the reason why. And that album ended up getting the hands of a guy from NASA who discovered healing frequencies in my music. So it completely threw me down an avenue that I quite honestly, didn't see see myself going down. Quite honestly, I wasn't really comfortable to go down that avenue at that particular point in time. But it's, you know, funny how life kind of pushes us and merges us and gets us to move in these ways. So out of that discovery kind of emerged this 
music and energy healing technology that I've been using now for a good 15 years to help people to heal their lives and uh, expand their awareness, their consciousness, remember who and what they really are. And then ultimately, I've always had this love and this passion for the idea and the concept of manifesting, you know, shaping and shifting matter and energy into what it is that we want to create and into what it is that we want to experience. So I use the music and the energy healing really to support people in those three avenues. I mean, it's like, who knew? I never knew something like this would emerge. So it's been quite an unfolding. You know, as a corporate guy, we always want to get the direction book, you know, that tells us step one through 10 and how to do this. I didn't get mine. It didn't come in the mail. So I kind of like had to figure it out over the years. And really, once I managed to get myself out of the way, some really cool things began to emerge. And I'm hearing this more and more with uh, the guests I have on and ones I have booked too. similar stories, how they thought um, all the, the standard programming things could bring, you know, happiness into their lives. And they had just come across things that would help them. Uh, sometimes people had, I mean, in my journey, it's, I kind of had to go through some rock bottom places in order to, to wake up a little bit, but I'm very grateful th for those opportunities as well. And there was no, yeah, playbook, like you're saying, uh, for, I just basically had to invent or create what I'm doing now, uh, which is, it's lovely too. It gets us out of our comfort zone where a lot of growth can happen That's as for well. Sure, huh? <laughs> So I wanted, uh, since you said you had a technological background and you mentioned the NASA scientist discovery, I'd like to hear a little bit more about that, like how that happened, maybe go into, for some of the people that are more into the science side of this thing, or that, uh, you know, maybe it might be skeptical about, well, how can music heal? Uh, although I, I've got a lot, I could say plenty on that. I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. And you're also welcome to go into the spiritual side, metaphysical side, if you'd like. I kind of address all the whole gamut. So oh, I love to dance like in, to say on this. In, yeah. in both worlds. And I think yes. I was mm -hmm. very skeptical. So what happened was I was playing music. My wife had a friend that had this wellness center local in town. And I was, they had an open house and invited me to come play. So I'm playing, you know, and after I'm done with my set, this woman comes up to me and she literally got, gets in my face and she goes, I hear these tones in your music. And I'm thinking, man, she's going to get weird. I could just tell she's going to get, she's out there. One of those woo woo people, you know what I would have turned back then. And she, I'm like going, okay. And she goes, and nobody can hear the tones, but me. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. She goes, listen, she goes, let me get a CD. I know these scientists. I want to give them your CD. So I'm like giving her a CD. Maybe she'll go away. Maybe she won't bother me anymore. I, here, you can have it for free, man. See you later. You know, went on my merry way. Didn't really think anything more of it. And then like a few weeks later, I get a call from this guy. His name's Dr. Ronald Jones. He was a former top consultant to NASA. He had consulted to the U.S. government, NASA, very um, powerful energy healer himself, which was really interesting. So he invites me to this lecture. He said, I want you to come to this lecture. Bring your guitar, show up. Okay. Didn't know what, you know, I'm thinking maybe I'm playing during donut time or something. I don't know. I get there and I am absolutely blown away at what I'm hearing. First of all, one, I'd never thought of looking at myself at this particular point in time. It's almost 20 years ago now as anything more than what I experienced through my senses, you know, uh, touch and feel, you know, this is me. This is who I am. 
That night I realized uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg of who and what we are. We're expressions of this magnificent field of energy that's unlimited in its potential. Never had heard that before. And then they started talking about how we have filled our modern day world with these miscreations. You know, 80,000 man-made chemicals in our air, food, and water. Countless waves, technology. We all have the latest and greatest technology. 5G, 4G, 3G, Wi-Fi, smart meters, everything that's beaming through our space. And these scientists were demonstrating how these things that we're exposed to every day are disrupting our energy, how they're causing our health challenges and breakdowns, how they're impacting our levels of consciousness and awareness and actually preventing us or slowing down the process of us really being able to awaken to the truth of who and what we are, just how powerful we really are. So I'm like, okay, they're doing live demonstrations on stage, how things we use every day, like a cell phone, like a laptop computer, make us go weak. So I'm like going, oh my God, this is really mind blowing. And then they go, Mark, okay, come up here. We want you to start playing. So I come up and I'm playing a song. And all these people who were going weak, who were having these demonstrations through applied kinesiology and range of motion and flexibility testing, they're not going weak anymore while I'm playing music. I'm like sitting there going, what the heck is this? Where they had people who had like just really bad flexibility, couldn't even touch the floor. I'm playing music and they're putting their hands on the ground. And I'm seeing this shift take place in all these people live. Could not deny it. I kind of went home that night. This light blinking does not compute, does not compute. And then like a week later, Doc calls me up and he said, man, we are so excited. We've done some preliminary testing on your music. Your music has the ability to tune and harmonize listeners' energy fields, what scientists call the biofield, what the esoterics call the aura. That biofield conducts our physicality, how we express ourselves in the world. That biofield is being compromised by these disruptors. It's being put into a state of disharmony. So we wonder why we experience disharmony in our lives, right? I, your music has the ability to harmonize that field regardless of what the individual is being exposed to. I said, you know, I don't really understand this. He said, well, you have a way to be able to play music that can lift people above the static and noise of the modern day world so they can dramatically reduce their stress, revitalize their health, move past limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions, create breakthroughs, and get in touch with who they really are. I said, you know, I'm still having a hard time understanding. He said, well, we want to buy a thousand CDs from you and start selling them. I said, okay, now that I can relate to. I'm not so sure about everything else, but this was the beginning of me, kind of my quantum physics 101, spirituality 101, um, where I started to learn about energy and about how we function and operate and how we are these powerful, like, super biological wireless computers. We're plugged into the ultimate super internet. We have access to all the information we could ever want to heal our lives, to heal our bodies, to make our dreams come true, to make babies, to do all these amazing things. And sometimes that connection gets disrupted. It's kind of like, remember, for those of us who remember, when we used to have to dial through the phone to access the internet and how long it took, how much static and noise there was. It's like, no, we have the ability to upgrade to the cable modem and have quick access to this field of unlimited possibility. So out of that whole meeting and connection and, and realization, I really started getting an awakening to what was happening in the world and who I was and how I could impact people's lives not necessarily by pontificating words of wisdom through being a motivational speaker, but actually as simply as 
playing music to somebody, simply as them playing music in their environment and in their space. So completely whirled me down this whole unexpected journey, and it's been just this unfolding ever since. Very cool. And I want to hear about your uh, experiences yeah, either from early on with music and um, uh, kind of your reaction and other people's reactions um, to you playing live with them. But before that, I want to address some of the things you said. And, you know, we do both uh, on, I mean, I like to do both with guests. I mean, I can go deep into the woo-woo stuff and then can bring it all back down to earth and, and very simple things like, um, yes, for anybody that's alive, can basically, they know stress, right? So when they're stressed and then they can come across something that helps them relax. And most people with the right kind of music and if they're into it, can get in a really relaxed state or at least blow off some stress. Right. And when our stress levels are lower, we obviously know, uh, uh, realize more relaxation and just more happiness and enjoyment, or at least the support for that. And then our health, uh, I mean, just uh, our, our health benefits from that. So, so everybody could immediately relate to something on that simple of level. Right. And now within that, we have varying degrees of, okay, well, you have like maybe death metal on one end of the spectrum mm -hmm. and then like music you might hear at a spa or something. Right. So obviously there's a huge, easily discernible difference of how we relate and feel when we hear one type of music compared to another. Absolutely. So yeah, for me, it just with that simple explanation, it, it just seems like a no brainer. Now, yes, when we get into the technology, this is, I, I've talked about this before, actually, a, a podcast that just came out today, a guy um, has come on and helped people do more technology mindfulness. I mean, just really briefly, as an example, I still like to use wired internet. So my laptop has a wired connection, the Wi-Fi is off, my cell phone is off in an EMF bag. I've... Um, I've discovered Organite and I like to, there's a 5G tower not too far from here. So I've, but even with the crystal and an intent, I mean, it sounds kind of new agey, but these things are powerful and they have an effect, but it's just like, you wouldn't want to hang out in front of a microwave all no, day long. No, you would, would not. You? No. I mean, but that's what we're getting bombarded with, with the Wi-Fi, and yeah, and all the things you mentioned, the, the cell phones, and just and they're trying to put Wi-Fi chips in everything too, and it's just a constant bombardment. And I know through a uh, deep meditation practice that when we remove ourselves from that environment, go out into the wilderness, or my folks live out in a rural area how easily the mind silences without having to do much at all. It's very That's strange. very um, true, but I want to throw this out as a possibility. Sure. What if you could be in the world but not of it? So if you think about yes. it, everything broadcast, let's use a radio as an example. We've all seen those old radios, 88.5 on this yes. end and 108.5 on this end. Everything's broadcasting at these different frequencies, and what matters is where you're tuned into. So let's say everything that's dysfunctional in the world, like 5G, like Wi-Fi, like chemicals in the space, like political institutions, we could expand definitely and get into some juicy stuff, you know, you uh, um, is broadcasting 88.5. That's disharmonious. That takes energy away. That weakens you. Well, what if you could move your point of attention from 88.5 to 92.7 or 100.3? That's within the realm of possibility. So in working with this, there's a way that you can actually not only be in the world, not impacted by it, and that certainly opens up by playing the music in the environment, but also how you can be 
This is always one that challenges people. You can actually make those things harmonious. See, I think the biggest challenge that we need to wake up to is just how freaking powerful we really are. And our power scares the heck out of us. You know, our power, may, oh, come on, I'm not really powerful. It's more comfortable for us to play small and Joe that works at the convenience store or whatever. No, you're actually made up of the same energy that makes up the universe. Everything that the universe can do, which is a heck of a lot, which we can witness just by walking out at nighttime and looking up at the stars, all that power is inherent within us. You know, the Vedas talked about everything that's within the ocean is within the drop. All the power, all of the realization, we have the ability to shape and shift and recreate things. And that's what we're awakening to. That's what we're getting the calling call to awaken to with all the craziness that's been going on in the world for, well, for a long time, but really amplified in the last two plus years is to realize that, wait, we have the ability to change that. And so it's interesting to open up to that because I used to think it was the music that created the change in people and listeners. And Doc told me, he said, no, it's something that comes through you. He said, I don't know how you managed to do this. I don't know. In fact, he gave me a really powerful demonstration one day because I literally went in his office. This is in the very beginning of the journey. I said, Doc, I think you're full of it, man. I don't believe this whole music thing. He said, let me show you something. So he had me stand on like one leg and I got one arm this way and one arm the other way. And he pushes down. Of course, I fall right over. He doesn't play the music. He takes the CD and sticks it in my shirt and repeats the test. And I'm like solid as a freaking rock. It was like my leg turned to stone or something. I became this pillar of strength. And I'm like, oh, what the heck? I said, you need to play the music. He said, you don't, you don't need to. He said, somehow, some way, you found a way to harmonize disharmonious energy. You use music as a carrier wave to get it out into the world. He said, but it's something that comes through you. So music is powerful in itself, as you mentioned earlier. We can have music that can give us life. We can have music that can suck us, you know, get us into murder and mayhem or whatever that takes our energy away, you know. So music in itself is a, ter is a wonderfully powerful medium to create change and shift, and we've all experienced it to one degree or another. But then when you add harmonizing energy to it. And later I learned that you could put intention in to really create something that's very powerful that can have a profound difference on people's lives. And so I remember one day Doc asked me this question out of all the stuff we're being exposed to in the universe, like 5G, different things. He said, what do you think is the most powerful disruptor of them all? And I'm thinking it's got to be radiation, you know, something like that. He said, no, he goes, the most powerful energy disruptor of them all are our own limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions. This is how we decode vibrational energy and create our experience. And I'm like blown away. Well, I'm like going, huh, maybe I could create music that could help people overwrite limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions. So it opened up a whole nother space where well, initially, I called them musical prescriptions until some uptight doctor guy sent me an email and said, only doctors can prescribe. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll call them musical mantras. I like that better anyways. I don't want to be tied to prescription, you know. And so I started doing musical mantras with different intentions, you know, like self-love, forgiveness, confidence, uh, whatever it might be that the person needed to restore harmony to their body, their mind, and their spirit. This is beautiful. And what you said at the beginning is a great reminder that we don't necessarily even have to be against all these things either. 
we can override them with our power. And because so what we focus on, we give energy to. So if I'm constantly focused on the negativity of what's wrong, trying to stop it, well, then all that time, effort and energy is going into matching the same type of energy and possibly even amplifying that. Instead, we ready, we know that what's out there, we know how it is, and then we can readjust and give energy to something that surpasses it. And like you says, harmonizes it. If we can bring all that even into harmony and just go way above and beyond it, it's really a beautiful thing. I'll give you a great example of this. So we all have Wi-Fi in our houses, at least mostly every do. And even if you don't, your neighbors do, and it's beaming through your house, right? So it's like Wi-Fi is a, you know, it's a fast frequency. It's and operates in the gigahertz. It has a disruptive impact upon your field. It causes stress. It impacts sleep patterns, different things, your levels of consciousness, etc. So as I began to progress down this journey, I got this idea one day. So you know what? I think I can put this energy into things. What would happen if I put the energy into a Wi-Fi router? So I did this demonstration one day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put energy. You know, I did demonstrations, body demonstrations with a, with a person with me showing how the Wi-Fi router was actually making them go weak. I put energy into the Wi-Fi router. We repeated the test. Everybody in the whole freaking house shifted their energy. So when, an, when a biofield is in tune, when we tune our energy, we're going to experience on a physical level enhanced strength, flexibility, endurance, coordination, and balance. You can give people an experience of that through the senses. And so I'm like going, holy cow. I was able to send energy to the Wi-Fi router, and now it's broadcasting harmonious energy. I don't even need to play the music. I can still keep our energy in tune because we can't play music all the time, 24-7. Well, you can. You can get close, but sometimes you have a meeting. Sometimes you got to leave the house. Sometimes you got to do life things, you know. So it just provided another level in which you could keep your energy in tune and in harmony. It's kind of like we're all kind of like guitars. We have strings. We have facets of who and what we are. I, I told Einstein to move over. I'm replacing his string theory with the six-string theory. You know, when our strings are in tune, we play beautiful music. Well, the stuff in our environment, the limiting thoughts that we hold within our own minds, put those strings out of tune. Well, when we tune them, we're able to play beautiful music. We're able to reach our full potential. I could play like freaking Andre Segovia, but if my strings aren't in tune, am I going to make beautiful music? No, we're not going to. You need to be in tune and in harmony to really, truly step into your greatness, to truly create the life that you're meant to live. And we can apply that power to transforming all that's disharmonious in the external world and make it harmonious because we're beginning to realize the external world is an expression of what's going on within our own selves, individually and collectively. Absolutely. And it's, it's so amazing about like re-encoding a Wi-Fi signal with 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 a harmonious music. I think that's a great idea. I wonder if you could just play it really silently on a loop next to the Wi-Fi router, if what would happen then. But, You're going to uh, harmonize the environment. <laughs> the, the other thing is that always yeah. trips out people is like your ear doesn't even need to hear the music because we think music yeah. and sound is interpreted through the ear. Well, the ear only detects a very minute spectrum of vibrational information. We listen energetically through so much, you know, our, our cats, our That's dogs right. hear things that we don't hear. Does that mean the sound doesn't exist? No, it just means they're calibrated differently to, re to receive a different frequency wavelength of sound. But 
you can set it down right. to the lowest volume possible, and it's going to shift the energy in the space in the environment. Right. Same way with the or the visible spectrum of our eyes, yep. right? I mean, with certain technology, people can see infrared and things like this, so it's pretty commonly yes. accepted. Um, it just it struck me as like, well, just wait until you become fully conscious of what you're doing and how unstoppable that will be then. I mean, the, the beautiful thing about music, too, is it doesn't always need to be explained in words, right? I mean, we can just kind of point at it. So it's just this kind of mysterious thing where so many unseen things just kind of come together. And we're using these different sensing abilities that it just kind of sometimes it takes away from trying to explain it. Uh, and, and not not necessarily, um, but I don't know how to put this. There's one person that said, like... Uh, writing about music is kind of like dancing about architecture, mm. you know, uh, I still like, uh, talking about this, but so I think this might be a good transition to actually playing something, right? Because it's just this whole other thing, music, you know, we, uh, th there's some beautiful critiques on music and some commentary and ways to talk about it, but it's just not the same. Well, thing, and that's right? true. And I think you mentioned it mm -hmm. earlier in what you were just saying, which is very powerful. Music has the ability to bypass that critical thinking left brain, you know, the one that gets in the way, the one that likes to throw the stick in our spokes as we're gliding down the hill on our bike of life. You know, it's like that left brain. Oh, you can't do that. Are you stupid? They're never going to think of that. And you throw the stick in your spokes and you, you know, wipe out, you know, and that's kind of like the essence of, of what that mind can do. But music bypasses all that. I can play my music in any country in the world. And it doesn't matter what language they speak. It has this ability, mu music as, as a whole, not just mine, but all music, has this ability to hit those places, bypassing that whole left brain and really getting, you know, impacting us at the deepest of core, you know, and it's just a, a, an amazingly powerful vehicle. And if you look at the essence of vibration and energy and quantum physics, it's all sound. It's, you know, if even you read wisdom traditions in the beginning was the word, well, it doesn't matter what the word was, whether it's om or hey, get up or whatever, it was still sound and sound is what created everything and set everything in motion. We are vibrational beings. We live in a vibrational universe. You create a vibration within your own self based on where it is that you focus your consciousness upon, your mind, your thinking, your emotions. That projects out to the field of energy. The field of energy is just kind of like, hey, it just listens. Okay, I'm going to mirror that back. It doesn't judge whether you're sending empowering or disempowering thoughts. It just mirrors back. And so we wonder why we struggle to change our lives. Well, you can't change your life out there, which is what we've all been taught to do, right? No, you have to change it in here. It's like so crazy. It's like how many of us getting up in the morning, we go into the bathroom, we look in the mirror, our hair's all over this way and that way. We want to change the reflection. How we've been taught in life is to brush the mirror to try to change the reflection. How well is that going to work? It's not going to work. You need to bring the brush to your head. You need to change your resonance, your frequency, your state of being. We are human beings, not human doings. We're human beings, our state of being creates our life and music and vibration has this ability to get into places that just is magical. So one of the pieces that I love to share, and it's a big foundational piece, and it kind of reminds me of this favorite email I received where a woman sent me a note. She goes, is there any way you can make a song 
that'll make my husband a better man. And I'm like, oh man, if that was the case, move over Michael Jackson, I'd be retired, you know. And I said, you know, I could play the most beautiful piece of music in the universe, but your husband has to be willing to set the intention to become a better man before it's going to have an in impact in a way. This is a free will universe. You know, we have choices in life. So I love this piece because it's about opening. Are you willing to open to another level of your magnificence? Are you willing to open to another level of your mastery? Are you willing to open to remembering who you really are and that you are so much more than what you see in the mirror? And so I want to share this piece and this opportunity to just kind of breathe along. So I'll get, guide you with some prompts and I invite you to imagine breathing in the notes. Just breathe them in and see what opens up for you and see what shifts for you. So just take some nice deep breaths. Breathing deeply. yourself to relax and to begin to open to your magnificence. Your unlimited potential. So just deep inhale, open mouth, let it go, and begin to bring yourself back to this time, back to this space. And one of the things I love to tell people to do, to really set this in motion, depending on what intention and what you decided to open up to, was go on and take an act of random kindness for yourself. You know, go treat yourself 
to something special. Go get out in nature. You know, go get some ice cream. Go get a massage. Write down 10 things you love and appreciate about yourself. Whatever it is for you, take that on and then look to see how life responds. You know, I remember as a kid, I used to get so frustrated. You know, why doesn't God just pick up the phone, call me and say, hey, Mark, you know what? Get your act together, dude. Don't do this anymore. Stay away from that person. Definitely stay away from her. Could have saved me so much, you know, pain and agony in life. But then I realized we get the call all the time. You just have to keep your eyes open for it. So look for those synchronicities. Look for those reoccurring patterns. Look for the breadcrumbs and see where they lead you. They're going to lead you somewhere. I guarantee you that. So there you go. A little musical mantra for opening. Thanks, Mark. Mark, uh, it was beautiful. Thank you for that. Um, just some technical things here, as you notice, I forgot to unmute the mic. I'm using a different platform today. There was a lot, um, there was some of it cut out and because I have lower bandwidth, but the bright side is when I get to re-listen to this, because of this technology we're using, it saves everything on Mark's side. So there should be no quality loss. So when I get to hear it again, it will be even greater bandwidth, but just noticing uh, right away. It was weird. I had like a little nerve or uh, nerve twitching in my arm, kind of close to my shoulder mm-hmm. to begin with. But then I felt these areas of my brain, like this area of my head or brain, and then kind of around the brain stem, just kind of felt like this nice uh, healing energy or an activation nice. in those areas. It was really cl- uh, quite pleasing. And, healing, and everybody so. experiences yes. energy differently. Mm-hmm. You know, we have people who can listen to that song and start crying. I've had people who feel relaxed or feel warmth or have physical responses. You know, we all have, we're all different and unique and uh, sensitive to energy in our own particular ways. Yes. And that's one of the things that people aren't, uh, if, if folks really aren't that energetically sensitive, one thing most people can usually tune into and experience it to some degree is with music, especially when we resonate with a certain type of music, it becomes very apparent how our emotions can be uh, activated, right? Or we, ha- we experience emotional emotions with Absolutely. certain types of music, sometimes not, but there are, I would say for most folks that way as well. Yeah. Um, now I was just kind of about your process. I was just curious now, do these, uh, do you, do you write these songs or these musical notes? Do they come to you, um, just out of the blue all at once you wake up from a dream? I've heard other ones like people will work on music for a very long time. Uh, it takes many iterations over the time there. There's there's various different ways that people, you know, will compose music. You know, How it's do kind you of, do it? Kind How's of it done interesting you? because... Yeah. You know, the first albums that I released were like full production, charted out, written, composed, gone over, recorded, re-recorded again, and then done. And then later came, and I'll, I'll share where the first person that this idea came up with. I was coaching a young lady who had 10 years of bad relationships. I mean, who, who can't relate to that to one degree or another? And that no matter what she did, she couldn't change the relationships. You know, different body same, not very nice person. So we're having a conversation and I'm listening to her and I, okay, where's she holding on to resentment against? Who's she not forgiven in her past? Well, upon digging in, we realized it was her dad. And so I asked her the question, are you open to forgiving your father? She said, yes. I said, I'm going to play a piece of music on forgiveness. Let's see what happens. I'm going to record it. I'll send it to you, play it in your space and we'll see what opens up. So out comes this song I'd never played before with the intention of forgiveness. I recorded it, sent it to her. Three days later, she calls me up. Mark, you're not going to believe this. My father called me today out of the blue. 
Are you open to sitting down and talking about reconciliation and forgiveness? We've had this, you know, volatile relationship over 10 years. And she goes, you don't understand. My dad would never do anything like that. He's like macho man guy. He would like, no way. I said, we all need to learn that our relationships are an outpicture of the relationships we hold with ourselves. If you want to change a relationship, change yourself. It's going to change the dynamics of the relationship. And what opened up? An opportunity for her to heal what absolutely needed to be healed before she was ever going to be able to create that loving relationship that she desired. So out of that experience, I'm like going, maybe I'm on to something here. I started just channeling pieces of music, not rehearsed. I would say, okay, I need a piece on confidence. Okay, play that in the key of C major, or D minor, or whatever. And I would start there, and out would come a song. And so later, the albums kind of were just these one pass through, sometimes have a string buzz or a missed note. It is what it is. And over the years, I've seen people have tremendous breakthroughs in their lives, as long as they're willing, of course, to be in alignment with it, to set the intention to make the change have had amazing shifts and transitions in their experience. It's such a beautiful way of holding space too. And that's what struck me as as soon as you said that is it was a mutual intent, you know, and your ability as a space holder and just kind of intuitively knew what musically could be brought forth to create like this container to, to facilitate this healing for her internally and with her relationships. And yeah, internally to the external and external internally. And it, it's just so lovely to hear this, uh, how you do this. I, really briefly, I guess, did you, and then I'd like to let you um, close up with anything else you'd like to say and how people can get a hold of you. And also, I would just love if you just took us out with a little um, uh, song and I'll change my thing here and I'll just uh, stop the recording after sure, after the yeah, end of it, it then. So I was, I was going to, okay, I was going to ask... Um, um, do you ever play though, uh, like if you do something spontaneous, can you do it again fairly well or are close to it? Or have you ever done that before? Like it's something that comes through channeled. You're able to play well, it again I, sometime I, pretty much close to it, the same. Then I can go back and listen to uh -huh. the recording. I can chart it out. And then, you know, I have, like, I see. Um, okay. All these pieces that I've been over the years and I sure. still have more that I have not even gotten into, you know, and I just say, oh, okay. And then oh, yeah. I'm like, okay. And then I go and like opening for example you know that that song's been around it's it's like the beginning part any session or any work that i do we always start with opening intention setting that sets everything in that sets the whole creative process in motion so you know i learn pieces and then i remember stuff too and you know it catches it stays in there so i really become it's a combination of both i have stuff that's charted i have stuff cool. that's remembered but as long as i record them they're captured in the essence of that recording gets put out or if I'm doing it in a live performance or something, it really has this profound effect upon members in the audience. Very cool. So yes, if you'd like to, uh, it, it's been a pleasure having you on. If you'd like to leave folks with any final words of wisdom or, or just anything else you'd like to share. And of course, uh, how people can get a hold of you online, any like workshops or, you know, um, uh, courses or any, uh, any events you have sure, coming up, anything you. like that. Um, well, I always like to say this, you know, we all come here with a song within us. That song is our passion. It's our purpose. It's our calling. It's why we came here to play the game of life, to express that and to learn how to create it. And so I always want to encourage people to be true to the music that's within you. Yes, maybe you got a day job. It's not very inspiring or whatever. 
but start doing the things that feed your heart and soul, that excite you, that, that give you energy, that wake you up as, as much as you can and begin to integrate them into your experience and express that. Life wants to express your music. It wants it expressed out into the world. And ultimately, that's what's going to transform your experience. And ultimately, I believe that each and every one of us being true to our true authentic selves, that's what's going to change the world that we live in. So if you want to learn more and you'd like to dive in and perhaps maybe stick your toes in some musical pieces, I invite you to go to my website. It's uh, markromeromusic.com. It's Mark with a K, R-O-M-E-R-O music.com. You can find me on social media at Mark Romero Music. Dot, uh, Mark Romero music. And there's videos, there's little processes. I share a lot of musical notes and musical mantra pieces to support people in tuning the strings of their life expression so that they can bring their music out to a higher level. But I definitely invite you to go to the website. If you go to, once again, to markromeromusic.com, you can sign up for a beautiful track of music. It's entitled The Journey. And it's about the journey that we all are going through in our life. And anytime you're stressed out, anytime you're getting caught up with worry, anytime your significant other is irritating the heck out of you or whatever, go push play. Breathe in those notes and it'll help take the edge off. It'll help you to relax. It'll help you to be more centered, more focused. It's a beautiful piece of music um, that will really support you in opening up to all kinds of great things. And I'm just in the process of getting ready to release. I just did it live, but an online evergreen version of a six-week course called Heal Your Life at the Speed of Sound, which is about healing your life at the speed of sound and then so much. We don't need to go to 25 years of therapy anymore to forgive our mom. We live in a time where life is happening very quickly and we can move through things very fast and very efficiently. Not that therapy is not a bad thing. I want to also say this. It has served me greatly in my evolution and my journey and getting over the separation of my parents and the anger and all the stuff that came out as a result of that. Um, so, but now there's technologies that are emerging to help us to heal much quicker. And life is saying humanity, Hey, Joe, Mary, time to wake up and remember just how powerful you really are and start learning how to wield that power to recreate your life and to create a world that works. So that's the space I'm holding because I'm done waiting for political institutions to get their act together to create something. Okay, no, it ain't going to work. It never has. It's not going to. Let's do it ourselves. So that's the, I'm holding the space open for that. And that comes from us being in tune and in harmony and being true to the music that's within. So much so. Uh, I couldn't agree more with that last statement. Oh my goodness. Now more than ever, if it's not a, immediately apparent to everybody at this point, I mean, it's quickly becoming just anybody that's, that's half, you know, it just has a part of a one eyelid open. You know? <laughs> that's the big catch though. <laughs> it's, you know, it I is guess really, I'm still it, surprised people are out yes. there. Yeah. I'm watching the news and getting reality. I know. Like, okay. I mean, Oh no, I'm <laughs> that's a whole subject. For another <laughs> interview. <laughs> oh, I know. All right. Yeah, Would you like absolutely. to take us out on something? So yeah, this is cool. a, a piece. It's called um, Grounding, and it's about grounding. It's about anchoring in. It's about anchoring in and grounding, bringing yourself back down to earth because we need to be, you know, on earth to do what we do. And we want to anchor in what it is that we've learned as a result of turning into your podcast and the different series. We want to embody that and learn it. So this is a piece to help that. And invite you to just do open mouth inhales and exhales and just breathe in the notes. Nice breathing. 
as we anchor in. Thank mm-hmm. you.